On today's JMO with Josh and Joe, we talk NBA, baby. The finals are fucking set. Finals are here. We have the Miami Heat versus the Denver Nuggets. We recap the Eastern Conference Finals. Nick Nurse to Philly. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the process is dying. It's dying. You uh, tune in to see what we mean there. Lonzo Ball done for the career, for his career, maybe. And we have the finals preview. Then we go into OT Dish on this date in sports history. We do a little NFL talk. Where mm-hmm. is DeAndre Hopkins going to go? Yo. Where is he going to go? Who knows? Then we talk a, a little Brooks Kepka. We all we both have man crushes on Brooks Kepka. Absolutely. A little hockey talk to finish it off. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? <laughs> Let's rock and roll. Welcome to JMO, Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, May 30th. It's May 30th. Took you a second there. Yeah. And, uh, dude, Miami Heat, congratulations to the Miami Heat. Fucking Eastern Conference Finals champion. Moving on, it's going to be Miami versus Denver. Let's get, let's do a quick recap of this seven game series. We had, well, Miami went up 0 3. Then this, then the Celtics won three in a row. Mm-hmm. Or Miami went up three in a row. Now. And then the Celtics won three in a row. Get, let's talk about game six. Actually, no, we'll, we'll, we'll go in order. Because we talked about game four um, last podcast because that was going on while the podcast was going on. Yep. Um, let's talk about game five. Game five was good. It was kind of like they, they were just riding off of game four. Yep. Um, yep. We had a good... Jason Tatum played well. Um, they they took Robert Williams out of the starting lineup. I think that was – I don't know if that was Joe Mazzulla's call or what, but Robert Williams, he, he's just he's a good defensive presence, but offensively he just doesn't do anything for the team. I mean, he, he'll do some alley-oops. You know? Every now and then. he do some alley-oops. Yeah, but it's, not, it's almost like his plus-minus – I think is that what the statisticians say? The, the plus, plus minus, minus. Yeah. yeah. The plus minus I don't think is good. So took him out. Um, game five was good. Game six, on the other hand, this is dude. Derek White is the definition of a hustle guy. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Just the definite. And this was a W for the hustle guys. Like, yes. Incredible play at the end of the game. Like it was. It it was just like one of those things. Like. You draw it up in movies almost. Yeah, you're talking about so game six. Or game six, yes. Yeah, game six. Yeah, that the final for that. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, the whole series, you could actually chalk it up to the hustle guys. You know? Mm-hmm. They, they they came alive. Like you said, Derek White. Honestly, Derek White looked like the number one in game seven. Honestly, where, he looked like the number one in game five, six, and seven. Yeah. And then Caleb Martin looked like number one in game six. Okay. Or he's game seven. We, like, I think people are going way overboard with this. Eastern Conference Final MVP. Nobody gives a shit about that. Nobody fucking listens. No, nobody like remembers or records the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nobody. It doesn't matter. So like the whole debate verse of Caleb Martin versus Jimmy Butler for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Stop it. Stop it. Who was it, Eastern Conference Final MVP last year? Yeah, exactly. Who was Eastern Conference Final MVP? 06. Yeah, that one's probably hard. Yeah, I was thinking. Oh six, oh seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. You can do any of them. Yeah, I was thinking Jason Tatum probably was the, the MVP last year. Probably, but probably, and you can probably just say LeBron for most of those. Yeah, most of everything, either LeBron or Steph. Yeah, that's true. You you say LeBron or Steph, and you probably got it. But nobody fucking cares. Nobody remembers that. Everybody remembers the Finals MVP. Yep. That's all that matters. Yep. Um. So, yeah, Caleb Martin, great fucking dude. He. he it's another hustle guy. He is yep. another hustle guy. You're another right. Another hustle guy that just, you know, it was it was a big win for him. It's it a big win for big him. Big W hate. for hustle guys. Like Dennis Rodman right now is is looking at this and just going, just smiling. He's smiling. Yes, he's smiling. I don't know what he looks like these days, but he, he's smiling. Yeah, actually, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe half of his teeth are you know gold. Or... Gold? No, actually, half of his face. He probably went like half Michael Jackson. Okay. He probably is like half white, half black. I, he probably I looks see like that. A, he probably looks like that. a mime right now. A mime. Yeah, yeah. Like doesn't even talk. No, probably not. Maybe like yeah, maybe his whole mouth is just pure shut. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. dude. It's just got like, like uh, those lip rings, except they just close. They're, they're through both lips, and they just close his mouth. Yeah, they just kind of dead pulled him mm-hmm. in some way. <laughs> yeah, they dead pulled him. <laughs> Anyways, back to uh, hustle guys, hustle guys. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was that was pretty insane. Yeah, that, that was the the. It's almost like. It was weird because that game six and Derek White single-handedly made me kind of want the Celtics to win game seven. As much as I hate to admit that. It really changed your perspective, like, completely. Because it was like, it was like, oh, Miami's about to do this. They're about to do it at home, get themselves to the finals. And then just all of a sudden, just this little, like, actually kind of white-ish guy just comes up and, uh, you know, just taps it in. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah, he, he is. He is light skin. You know? He is very. He is light skin. Uh, but he he's he's like one of my favorite players in the NBA right now. Like yeah. he, he it's like he knows his role, but he and he's not the most talented person on the, on the team. But he tries so fucking hard. Oh yeah, he's Matthew Dellavedova. He's the he's the Boston Celtics version of Matthew Dellavedova. Yep, it's awesome. I love watching it. It it's just a little weird. His his hairline is way back, and his eyes kind of pop out of his head. But other than that, he's he's awesome. Well, you know, that's not honestly that is a criteria for being like a good ball player. I mean, check out LeBron James. Michael Jordan had the ball, had to shave his head bald because of his hairline. True. So like that actually is kind of more of a criteria okay. than anything. And then LeBron, yeah, he might he might have them enough money to actually hide it, but he doesn't. But yeah, he still doesn't hide it. Actually, it's just being ugly in the NBA is kind of a thing. Okay. They, yeah, it they, is actually. They have the NBA. If you haven't seen it, go look it up on YouTube. The NBA All Ugly Team. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yes. It's fucking amazing. Um, and they got some really ugly dude. Greg Oden. Remember him back mm-hmm. in the day? Very ugly. Russell Westbrook. You what? remember him? <laughs> he, he's pretty ugly. <laughs> um, yeah. They, so they, they got some. They got some ugly ass dudes. Uh, the, oh, who's the alien dude? Oh my god, the guy that looks like an alien. He played on the Celtics way back in the day. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta look it up. Cause this guy is it was um alien looking basketball basketball player. Yeah. Um No, where why can't I fucking find it? It should have been like the first thing up. Was it Ray Allen? No, 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 no. Um Fuck. Et all right, hang on. I'm a I'm a. This is great podcasting right here. Yeah. Et looking <laughs> basketball get, player. <laughs> you gotta put like Boston Celtics. Oh, there it is. Um, what's his name? That dude. Yes. What's his name? I don't know. God, I can't think. I can't think of his name. Why can't I think of his fucking name? Right there, he's on the Clippers. I know. No. Well, yeah, but he he was a Celtics guy. Whatever. He was a Celtics guy. I'll figure it out. Let's um, just cl- Let's, let's see. see. Uh, oh, let's. Uh, all right. So we talked about game six a little bit. Game seven, the Miami Heat just kind of dominated, right? It was a little underwhelming. Like when I when I, I watch a game seven, it doesn't matter who I'm pulling for because I even put money on Miami. Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell. That's the name ah, of the guy. Ah, there Sam you Sam Cassell. Go. All right, I got it. <laughs> it always comes up whenever you change the sub change the subject. You know. Well, like physically, we changed the subject, but mentally, I was still stuck on you it. You were still stuck on it, but yeah. at the same time, like it, somebody else is completely talking about a different topic, and that's when it that's, pops up. Yeah, you it's, just hear somebody yelling over everybody. Why? Like, why? I don't know why my brain works like that, but anyway, I think it's everybody. I think it's brain. yeah, it's just a, a, a brain thing. Yeah, if you have a brain. Um, anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking oh, about game seven. Yeah, Caleb Martin. He's he's awesome. It's awesome. He's a good story. Um, one of the twins from Nevada. Uh, you remember those two? He had Caleb Martin and uh, his twin brother. I can't remember, but they, they when Nevada was down, they would just ch- start chucking threes, and they would get Nevada out of these sticky situations. It was great. Um, so it's nice to see him fucking thriving. His brother actually was the one drafted, and he was undrafted, and he was undrafted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So that's no, it, it's it's a cool story. Cool story. Um, let's see. Yeah, there really wasn't much from Game 7. I mean, Boston kind of made it a game by the end of the third quarter like because they had a good third quarter, mm-hmm. you know? But other than that, it was just kind of a blowout. It was like you, you got the fans back in it in the third quarter, and then after, at the fourth quarter, Jimmy uh, Caleb Martin and Jimmy Butler just took over. 
just took over. Yeah, it was underwhelming. And like I was saying, like I, I put my money on Miami, so I wanted Miami at least keep it close because I had it, them spread with plus seven and a half. Because yeah, I thought that, that was, was pretty ridiculous. ridiculous. That yeah. was so ridiculous. Yeah, I put, I slammed money on seven and a half. But you know what it was? It's definitely it was definitely the hype that they were able to generate from the referees. Yes, did you see that? Yeah, absolutely. That the, the, that was a complete setup by Vegas. Oh, yeah, the, Vegas cashed in on this game so fucking hard. Yeah, he they cashed in so hard because they the what the the heat against this officiating crew was zero and ten, right? What was it? Tony Jefferson, uh, Scott Foster, Tony, what's his face? Scott Foster was the head ref. Yeah. And what the the combination of referees that they had at this game, the Miami Heat was zero and ten. So like Tony Brothers, Tony Brothers, okay, yeah. So they were zero and ten versus combination of the, this lineup of referees. Yeah, and like that was a great. That was the storyline. It was like, oh, this is all set up. This is all set up. Blah blah blah. So everyone and the grandmother obviously put money on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it was it was kind of like the sure bet, right? Yeah. The, the the fact that like you and I when well because we're woke. We're sports woke. Okay. It's sports woke. SW. Sports, sports woke. SW. Sports woke. So we're swoke. We're swoke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done. Um, so we're swoke, and we figured out that plus seven and a half Miami was the absolute way to go. Yeah. So, like, it, 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 it was a no-brainer in our and it, 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 it ended up panning out. Like, Vegas cashed in so well. Well, cr- the, criteria, the criteria for being swoke is to follow the money. So, like, you know Vegas is always going to win. Yes. Like, the house is always going to win. So Honestly, you could do that in any aspect of life, not just yes. sports. You yes. just follow the money. Follow the money. The house will always win. Yeah. So, you yeah. bet with the house. What was that? Jesus said, uh, the truth will set you free? Mm-hmm. The truth is money. That's all it is. And the house will set you free. And the house will set you free, yeah. Stay swoke, fellas. Stay swoke. Um... <laughs> Question for you, Joe. When is Missoula getting fired? Because I think, honestly, I kind of expected him to be fired already. Yeah, I, I did too. Because And he also broke the rule for coach coaches' talk. So you can't be like a new coach and give short answers to the press. You have yeah. to explain oh, yeah. yourself. You, you have to earn. You have to earn short answers. You have to earn short answers. And he's like, that's the thing. Like, okay, Greg Popovich, uh, Bill Belichick. They've they've earned the short answers, and most of the time they actually did give good answers. Like whenever they were younger, it's just that they've been around so long and they get just so tired of the media that they give those short answers. And honestly, it's like it's well deserved. Yes, they give good answers to good questions. Yes. If I'm being honest, they 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 pick and choose their battles, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, he 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 got so good, and he was just like fuck you. Yeah. I'm not saying a fucking word. I'm just here so I don't get fined. But if you're a rookie coach and you're trying to pull these moves off now, you're just going to come across as like a newbie. You're just like, you don't even know how to answer these questions. Yeah, like you, you come across as dumb. Yes, and like he, you don't know what you're doing. And he, he doesn't know what he's doing. He looks like he doesn't know what he's doing, and he sounds like he know, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, he I sounds think, like he's a coach with a lot of talent. Yes. And I, <laughs> yeah. he, um, I think Brad Stevens has a soft spot for him. I think that's what it is. I think Brad Stevens has a soft spot for him. Honestly, just fucking coach, Brad Stevens. Just fucking coach. You have the talent there. This is, all right, so if they fire Missoula, it'll be four coaches in four years. It, like They'll fire Missoula and then rehire a coach. It'll be four coaches in four years. Now, the M.A. Udoka stuff, obviously, that – they should. I don't think they should have fired him. I think they should have just let him serve his year long suspension and brought him back. Because I think Imayadoka is actually a really, really good coach. I mean, he's he's proven it. He's already gone to the finals. Yeah, exactly. So like, he's good. He's just really fucking horny. He just can't keep his dick in his pants. Which he's, he's the Deshaun Watson of the NBA. <laughs> I mean, we look and Deshaun Watson's still playing. I mean, granted, he did get traded, but that was honestly that was more Deshaun Watson than anything. I agree. I agree. I'm pretty sure the the Texans probably would have kept him. They would have kept him. They would just been like, "Hey, give you the, your suspension, you know, whatever the NFL wants to do, but we'll keep you." Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're that desperate of a franchise. <laughs> I don't know, man. They I, I they're making power moves right now. But yeah. let's say say on the NBA, um Missoula, he's got to be getting fired here soon, right? He's just not a good coach. He's really yeah. just not. Like if you're just talking like I'm talking X's and O's, like game management, 
calling timeouts. He had uh, challenges. He had one of the worst challenges in Game Six. Yeah, like I, I, I get it. It put on an extra point nine seconds onto the clock, which gave Derek White time. But that was. It, it also gave Jimmy Butler three fucking free throws. You saw mm-hmm. that? He 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 was initially only going to shoot th- two free throws, but he challenged it and it gave him three free throws. That's what put them up by one point. By one point. Yeah. So it was the dumbest fucking challenge of all time. Like yep. you, that's a bonehead move. That's a. That's a rookie coach move that shouldn't be giving one-word answers to the press. Yeah, it it shows the rookie, shows the young, shows the you know, kind of the emotional side taking over. Mm-hmm. You know, so like what you know, you're you're kind of flipping out on like a game controller if you're playing NBA 2K. You're smashing the buttons. Yeah, just smashing the buttons, Smash. and it just like it challenges the play yeah. immediately. <laughs> um. All right, let's we we gotta we gotta talk about Jalen Brown. We gotta talk about Jalen Brown here. Um. He didn't look. He didn't look very good. He doesn't. He, let's put it this way. He doesn't look like he's worth a super max deal. No, no, no that that wasn't three hundred million dollars on display in the series. No, no. And honestly, if you kind of look at it, he's been he's been pretty good. But he's like he, he's been second to Tatum all year. Yeah, I, and honestly, I feel like he's better as a second role. But I think he's reluctant to actually accept that. Right, and he's not going to take second role money. It's honestly, it's most, it's kind of the equivalent of like what Kyrie did with LeBron. Like, you know, he refused to, you know, say that he was a number two. So he actually went on to the Celtics, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, he, he just can't, I, I don't think he can dribble with his left hand. No, he does not have a left hand. Uh, it's at, kind of, at all. Honestly, it's the equivalent of what I was thinking. Remember that movie Zoolander? Yes, yes. You yes. know how he One couldn't of the take movies of all time. Yeah, you know how he couldn't take a left turn. <laughs> yeah, and you know he <laughs> lost that street challenge he model walk. The, yeah, he couldn't do the underwear trick because he couldn't turn, turn left. left. <laughs> yeah, that that's basically. I mean, there was a there was a low light reel, not a highlight reel, but a low light low reel, light. reel of. Him every time he went to the left, his left hand, and it was like a turnover. Yeah, every time. Yeah, it's it was wild. You have to be able, to, like, you're in the NBA, man. You have to learn how to dribble, bro. Yeah, like, come on. He had eight turnovers. Not also to go with one of nine from the three point line in games in game seven. Yeah, it, that's not good. You're not going to get three hundred million dollars. Well, he probably will get three hundred dollars, but you're not going to get three hundred million dollars from the Celtics. You're not going to get the super max deal from from the Celtics. They would do it like a sign and trade deal because yeah. I mean you, the only the only team that can sign a super max is the is the Celtics. The Celtics, right? But they, could, the they new, could do the, a, the new CBA rules. Yeah, but they could do a sign and trade where they sign him and then trade him. Right. So. That, that's true. He um he needs uh, he should probably just get a new mask. Maybe go with a, a clear mask, like a Rip Hamilton vibe. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the whole um, or the Cody Kessler, <laughs> or the Cody Kessler. Dude, Cody Kessler's so fucking ugly. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked like he did a hundred yard dash in a ninety yard gym. Yeah, he looks like that. He looks like he's you know still playing basketball in a rec league at like you know forty five, fifty years old. Yeah, exactly. He's just he he is the the rec league version of the NBA. He's just so fucking tall that he he can he can actually afford it, or yes. like he, he he can be in the NBA. Yes, that's it. Cody Kessler, damn, ugly ass white dude. Get a tan, dude. You're a fucking millionaire. Get a tan. Yeah, I mean, you feel like you feel like these guys could do something. They can do something. Like do something with your hair. Like do or I don't know what. I don't care. Like look, I'm five foot fucking ten. I get a tan. I work on myself. Like I I, I don't have hair, but I'm also not a millionaire. Yeah. So that's so I wear a hat. That's my fucking solution to that. Yeah, that's the cheap cheap version. That's the cheap version. Yeah. You know, I, I brush my teeth every fucking day. I floss and, and you know, I use mouthwash because I can't afford veneers. That's it. So, yeah, there's my smile. Mm, cheese. <laughs> cheese, bitches. But, yeah, come on. You're, if you're, you're a millionaire and you're ugly, that's your fault. Um, let's see. What else we got? Do you have anything else from the, um, the Eastern Conference Finals? No. Um, I, I was glad to see there was a Game 7. Yeah, me too. But congrats to the Miami Heat. Fuck um, yeah. I think it's going to make for a good finals. I, I was just really upset with myself that I was rooting for the Celtics. 
at not, a certain point. Yeah, it, like a part of me wanted to see it happen. Like the storyline would have been amazing. Like you got the the fucking Boston Red Sox coming back down 0 and 3 in the uh Versus the Yankees in 04. Mm-hmm. You got the Patriots coming back in 2016 versus Atlanta. And then you'd have the Boston Celtics come. It was like the storyline was just so so fucking perfect. Yeah. But I like n- nobody likes Boston fans except for Boston fans. Mm-hmm. So me finding myself rooting for Boston kind of sucked. Yeah. But as we've seen re- in recent years with, you know, Philadelphia teams, it's now South Florida teams. It is. It's South Florida. Yeah. That's it. South Florida owns Boston. It, it pretty much does. Yeah, they beat the Bruins. The Florida Panthers beat the Bruins. Mm-hmm. The Miami Heat beat the fucking Celtics. They yeah. just they move over whoever the fucking governor of Massachusetts is. It, Ron DeSantis is in. He's in. He's in, I guess. <laughs> as much as you probably, you, you probably don't like it. Um, all right, well, let's go. Um, let's see. We have, we'll get to the finals preview, but we do have... LeBron trying to take over the spotlight. So he got – he's basically a child or that um, annoying boyfriend or girlfriend that if they're not in the spotlight, they get mad and try and get in the spotlight. Oh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So LeBron's trying to make this all about him in that he's just posting like cryptic Instagram stories about his retirement and just talking about, oh, I might retire, I might retire. Shut the fuck up. You're not retiring, LeBron. You're definitely not going to fucking retire. No, he's not going to retire. He's going to he's going to make that announcement that he's coming back. You know, he's going to – well, because he's seen what Tom Brady's done, so he's just going to follow in that footsteps. Honestly, he's probably going to do like Coach K did and do a retirement tour. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's going to announce that he's retiring after a season. Well, Kobe, Kobe did a retirement Co- tour. Exactly. He's so. – Shut the fuck up, LeBron. LeBron's probably going to do two uh, two year retirement tour. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna run it back for an encore. He's got he's got a one up. Yes, he's gonna have to one up Kobe. Yes, he's got to one up everybody. Pretty yes. much, nobody does two year retirement tours. Yeah, but I it, it, he's just making it about him. It's classic self selfish LeBron James. He's like, I got swept, so I'm gonna throw a hissy fit and fucking talk about something that isn't gonna happen. Yeah. That's it. Um, Nick Nurse to Philly. We got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Nick Nurse to Philly. How do you feel? Well, they they trade the doc for a nurse. Yeah, well, they're downgrading. They're you're downgrading, but they're, overall, there's health issues in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> the process is in critical condition. They're in critical condition. Honestly, it's like that old person that's in the hospital and the doctors have done all they can do, mm-hmm. but it's so fucking hopeless that they just put a nurse in there to just kind of ease the dying process. Ease the process. Okay. That's that. That's what. That's basically what Philadelphia is right now. So we're, we've gone from trusting the process to easing the process to easing the dying process. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So easing the process. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So trusting the process to to easing it. Easing like, it it's down. going down. Just let it down softly. Yes. You know? yeah. So, like, you just need a nurse to be able to poke you with a needle, take your IV, and everything like that. That's that's they're just basically waiting for the the 76ers process to die. Yeah. I mean, it's already peaked. It's got its MVP. It it did. It that <laughs> that, that this is that's the process's fucking peak. Yeah. Peaked. They peaked all over. Nothing. Um. I think I, I I don't I don't think Nick Nurse will do bad in Philly. He won't win a chan. I don't think he'll win a championship with the current roster, but it's I don't know. I think I feel like he's taking over like a pretty shitty situation because like he they got to get rid of James Harden. Uh, in my opinion, I think they get just my opinion. James Harden's got to go. A JMO segment. JMO segment. He's got to go. James Harden can't be there anymore. Well, like, I don't think he matches Nick Nurse's. Philosophy. I don't either. I think Joel Embiid is awesome. I think they need an alpha. They need a viper. They need a fucking Jimmy Butler type of person to to be with Joel Embiid. Oh, so they need Jimmy Butler back. Well, they they're not going to. I'm saying Jim Jimmy Butler type. Yeah, Jimmy Butler esque. I know, if you will. But yeah, the so they if they could get Jimmy Butler back, they could. Jimmy Butler actually back going back to that. I know we're jumping all over the place, but he's starting to show his age, but he's fighting. Well, he's got that Mamba mentality. He does. He does. It's like this. Unlike Al Horford, Al Horford is old. He's fucking old. He's old, and he—you can tell he's old. He's older than LeBron. 
Is he really? No, he's younger than LeBron. Okay. He's a little bit lo- younger than LeBron. Yeah, I was about to say. LeBron came into the league in 03. Al Horford was in the o- on the 06-07 Florida team. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Uh, no, I, I, meant, I meant to say he's just slightly younger. But he seems like he's older. Yeah, he, he's been playing like he's older than LeBron. Yes, yeah. yes. He, he definitely looked because, like, he, you, you get a really good first half of Al Horford, and then second half is just like, mm. Just waits by the three. Yeah. We do have to – I do have to point out – I'm sorry. Game seven, Jason Tatum did go down with probably a sprained ankle or whatever. He did roll his ankle. Yeah, well, I, I mean, he got that, that excuse out early. He was able to get that excuse like, hey, you know, I had, I had the rolled ankle. It's not my problem. Yeah, and I was also fault. I was also listening to a podcast um, earlier, and you remember in the Super Bowl when Patrick Mahomes rolled his ankle in the first half, mm-hmm. and they shot him up with uh, Michael Secret stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came back healthier than ever. They they pointed out like he did not look Jason Tatum. They did not shoot him up with Michael Secret stuff. Well, that that's what the commentators were mentioning, and. What made me believe, they, they, you know, they convinced me, was that there wasn't much wrong with him because he went to the sideline and nobody was working on him. So it was all fake. I, I don't know. Or he just he got ahead of losing early. He got ahead of losing That's early. It's a losing yes. mentality. Yes. You got to get rid of that. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. That's loser talk. Yeah. Loser talk. That's not – it's the opposite of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy yeah. Butler, like, makes predictions, like, a year from now. Right. He's like, hey, we won't lose again. Yes. And they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> um, let's see. Other NBA news. Lonzo Ball, I think, is done for his career. Is that what is that what you you were telling me that earlier? Sadly enough. Like, I mean, so this is basically it. They he had experimental cartilage replacement surgery. And if I mean I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to try to try to prove I am or whatever. I'm not Doc Rivers or anything like that. But when I hear experimental before surgery, like that just doesn't that doesn't go well with me. No, no, that that means they're trying something new. Yeah, it's it's an experiment. You you do experiments on something that you hypothesize in order to create a theory, in order to create a law. So like ah, someone was paying attention in science class. Yes, I was. Nice. I, that was the only thing I paid attention to in science class. I'm I'm a big math guy. That, numbers make sense to me. That's it. Um, but yeah. So unfortunately, because I like Lonzo Ball, and I know there was a lot. Of, remember when Levar Ball controversy? Blah blah blah. Lonzo Ball was always fucking fun. He was all he was fun to watch at UCLA. He's fun to watch in the in the NBA too. It's just he got a bad rep because his dad's a fucking. Idiot. Well, I felt like he was the only one that actually kept his mouth shut and then just like just played ball. I think so too. I agree. But he got a bad rep. All right. I don't want to say Lavar Ball was an idiot because I think he was kind of like low key a marketing genius. Genius. Yes. Yeah. I think he was a marketing genius, and he did what he needed to do. He sold four hundred dollars shoes that fell apart. Yeah, and you know, hey, he sold his sons too. Yeah, he did. Basically, he, he basically yeah, he did. Um, and Lamella Ball actually can ball. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the last name's Ball, which is fucking dope. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I don't like to see Lonzo Ball leaving. I, I it's kind of a bitter that that's that's kind of bitter for me. I don't think it's not completely ruled out yet, but I mean, like I said, experimental surgery doesn't sound good. No, no, it doesn't. Hopefully, maybe the experiment might prove to you know work out. Hopefully, let's, let's, uh, I'm gonna go with that. All right, let's go to the finals preview. Finals preview. Pretty much the Heat versus Nuggets. I'm. I know we differ on this opinion, but I hope it's not a sweep. Yeah. At this point, I'm just like I'm begging for like a a, a five game. Well, you know, like all the analysts do. I mean, when you look at it on paper, I mean, it definitely looks like a lopsided matchup. But it looks like a sweep. That's also what every single other series that the Miami has had, the Miami Heat has done, has looked uh, thus far. Yeah, but they haven't played a, a Nikola Jokic. Um, they didn't play a Giannis. They did play a Giannis. I mean, how do you, who was supposed to guard Giannis? That's true. That's true. Uh, but honestly, honestly, if you go, if you put Giannis up against Nikola Jokic one on one, who you got? Eh, I don't know. I got Jokic. Jokic is dominant. I don't know, but Giannis is uh, one of finals. Yeah, well, that's because they had Bobby Portis. 
Because <laughs> Bobby Portis, Bobby cra- Portis, crazy is the, eyes, Bobby yes, Portis. Yes, Bobby Portis is the engine that makes that fucking car run. That is him. Bobby Portis is that. He is him. That I think he, he's the um, Caleb Martin of the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, he's the guy that makes that pu- that fucking team go. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I like Chris Middleton. Connaughton's good. Giannis is obviously a fucking MVP. But Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, I, I love Drew Holiday. He's one. I miss him so much. I know. I miss him. But yeah, yeah. No, they got Bobby Portis. He's the guy. He's the fucking viper there. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um. But yeah, I I think it's gonna be four one Nuggets. Honestly, when I was looking at it too, because like I said, on paper this looks very lopsided. So I do have Denver in five. Okay. So you you do too, yeah. yeah but, even even though you do you do bring up a good point with the uh, Miami Heat beating Giannis and the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. They, I mean, well, and they beat the MVP in Philadelphia. No, that was the Celtics. Never mind, I completely mixed that up. Yeah, no, was, and they, they, they beat close. they beat the Knicks. The Knicks. The the Knicks weren't very. And good. the Knicks were <laughs> up and coming. <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of up and coming. They they do have a pretty young and talented roster, but point being is this kind of looks like the equivalent of the 2011 Mavs when Dirk just went off. And okay, that's what you were getting. At. That's where I was it, trying to get at. Got it. Where they went an insane run and beat a bunch of teams that Jimmy, they weren't supposed right, to. If it, in order for the Heat to win this, it's gonna have to go to Game Seven, and Jimmy Butler's gonna have to dig deep. He's got to dig deep and find some type of energy and some type of fucking flow that he hasn't found in a long fucking time. Yeah, because while he did have a good a good series, Eastern Conference series, he's gonna have. To, I think he's gonna have to even be better. He's got against be better. the Nuggets. I agree. I agree. And it wasn't like he that was his best series so far. He, he, Jimmy Butler, like he was the best. He deserved to win the the MVP of that series. Actually, I think probably Derek White should have, but. But that's you can't give the MVP to <laughs> the, a player on the losing team on the opposing team, right? Um, so, like I he he was, he, but he's got to like come out like I'm talking like forty point. He's got to put up like a one or two forty point games, maybe a fifty point game. Like he's got to throw up some type of numbers like that yep. and be the fucking guy because he is. He's he's the head of the fucking uh monster that is the Miami Heat. Yep, for lack of better words. Yep. Um, but yeah. Okay, right, so we both got Nuggets in four or Nuggets in five. Yep. Cool. You got anything else on the NBA? That's about it. All right, let's get to OT Dish. On this date in sports history, um, do you want to go first? All right, let's see here. On 1922, the Cubs and Cardinals trade outfielders in between a morning and afternoon games of doubleheader. <laughs> <laughs> Max Flack goes to St. Louis, and Cliff Heathcote goes heads to Chicago. Both great names. Yes, both great names. But yeah, got traded mid like mid doubleheader. So like they played for one team in in the first game, and then played for, for the, the other team. Yeah, they both got a hit um, for the um, in the second game for their new teams. That, that's got to be the most bizarre thing ever. How awkward is that? Uh, very awkward. That's like basically breaking up with your ex and then just seeing them at the at dinner with somebody else the it's, next night. That no, that day, that day, that that day, like you break up with them at lunch and then you see them with someone else at the, at dinner. Yeah, it's oh, it's so fucking weird. It's weird. I don't know how that can they can those traits happen. Wait, when was this? Nineteen twenty two. Nineteen twenty two. So there was no rules back okay, then. Okay. Yeah. Know? So I don't think trades can happen that quickly. <laughs> It's like they used just the owners used them as like a deck of cards. It's like here, do you want do you want to trade this guy for this guy? No, like I said, he's right there. I mean, like come on, let's there just you swap. Go. Um, let's see. In 1890, I have two very similar ones. In 1890, first baseman Dave Fouts hits Brooklyn Bridegroom's first ever home run during a doubleheader. Um. On defeats to Chicago Colts at Washington Park. But the point is, the Brooklyn Bridegrooms. I was about to say, give me that uh, mascot again. Brooklyn Bridegrooms. Like, somebody, like they, these big-ass fucking teams sat down. They had a meeting with their PR team and their marketing team. And they sat down and said, hey, Bridegrooms is a good, good mascot. 
they I guess they were thinking like, oh, what matches with runs? And it's like a bridegroom runs. Oh, they do? Runs away. Oh, they <laughs> – runaway bride? <laughs> runaway brides. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I don't have much experience with that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was a 19 – or an 1890 thing. That might have been an 1890 thing. But, yeah, the bridegrooms. What's your next one? All right, and let's see. 1970, Tiger's Alkin – or Alkine, sorry – Collides with another player and swallows his tongue. What? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Baseball. Read that again. So Tiger's Alkine collides with another player while running the bases and swallows his tongue. Oh, he probably had a seizure. Maybe. Oh, okay. See, like, all right. So <laughs> this is <laughs> this is where my brain goes half of the time. When you said swallows his tongue, I'm thinking he swallowed. The tongue of the player he collided with. Oh no no. So no, like no. they they like they tongue punched each other's mouth and one of them swallowed the other person's tongue. Yeah, no, that, like, that, that's where my dumb brain goes sometimes. They they were just doing things in full motion with like mouths wide open. Yeah, that it's <laughs> kind of how mouths wide open. <laughs> nice. It's kind of how I play sports. You know, oh, it's how Michael Jordan played sports. Like, well, yeah. If I'm like chucking, if I'm shooting something, like, my mouth has got to be open. If I'm if I'm throwing like cornhole, my mouth's open. Yeah, yeah. All, all the greats did it. Well, it's great form. Yeah, exactly. Michael Jackson, when he sang, his mouth was open. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, well, I, I think that's actually you know kind of a <laughs> required in order to get something out of that. Well, I mean, but am I wrong? I mean, technically, no, you're not wrong I'm not because wrong, they could right? have been a ventriloquist. Uh, but, but I'm still not wrong. Okay, you're not wrong. I guess that's is that you. what you wanted to get at. I'm just saying the greats have their their mouths open. They like Michael Jordan, every time he went for a layup, his tongue was out. His tongue was out. So I, I just thought maybe those two players were, you know, French kissing, and he swallowed one the other guy's tongue. If you want to think of it that way. But most likely, okay, so most likely he just fucking collided with them and then had a seizure. Probably so. I like my version better. Anyways, um, in 1894, <laughs> this is along again along the same lines. In 1894, the Boston Bean Eaters. Again, 1894, the Boston Bean Eaters second baseman Bobby Lowe was the first. This is goes back to your um, OG dish last week. Was the first to hit four home runs in an MLB game. Nice. Yeah, it was in a twenty to eleven win against the Cincinnati Reds. It's a lot of scoring. Yeah, twenty to eleven. That's yeah. that's the baseball I'm trying to fucking watch. Right. But yeah, the Boston Bean Eaters. The reason why they scored so many is because they farted every time they fucking went up to bat. The Bean Eaters. Yeah. yeah. Like, is that an intimidating thing? Because you're farting so much. I don't know. Beans, beans are good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. So you eat your beans at every meal. I mean. Could be something to it. Uh, they might. That might have been the most intimidated people were the ones that were the bean eaters. No, they definitely weren't intimidating as the – or they were more intimidating than the bridegrooms. The bridegrooms, yeah. I don't know how that's intimidating. I mean, they did switch their name. The bridegrooms did switch their name to the Dodgers, didn't they? Yeah, at yeah. One, they, at they, one point. They, they ended up switching – it was the Brooklyn Dodgers. Nice, yeah. you did your research. Good for you, bud. I did, I did some research. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I basically bridegrooms dodging the marriage, you know, that is a good did, transition. Wow, yeah. That, that's kind of, they're on this kind of – the same line there, bud. A little bit. Oh, nice. Good for you. Do you have another one? Yep. 1935 uh, was, on this day, it was Babe Ruth's final at-bat. Oh, yeah. I saw that one, too. I mean, you're that famous of a baseball player. They know when your last day was. Your last at-bat. Yeah. At I mean, he's a, he's a great bambino. He's probably the best baseball player of all time. Most iconic. Definitely most iconic. And an alcoholic. So, cheers to that, brother. But you can get away with that, you know. If you're mm-hmm. that famous... You know, and you got that great of a name for baseball, so you I can get I, away. I, with I it. can't. I can't get away with it. I, no. Cheers, genitals. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get to the NFL. There's only one thing I really. All right, NFL. Hang on. Dun 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 dun. Dun 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 dun. A hundred days till the NFL season, brother. Mm, nice. Today officially marks the 100-day mark. It is the countdown. I will have it on my calendar. The countdown starts today. 
A hundred days to the NFL fucking season, baby. Let's fucking go. See, whenever you can actually make a countdown and it's not triple triple digits, it makes it more bearable. Now, now the rest of the offseason is more bearable. You're absolutely correct because every time I do a car ride and it's a very long car ride, the countdown starts when my GPS says 99 miles an hour. Okay. When it's not triple digit mi- or when not miles. Or it's 99 miles an hour. No, no, no. no. 99 Man, miles. Not, nine, nine, <laughs> I'm fucking flying, <laughs> dude. I'm flying. No, 99 miles till your destination. Ah, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Like, after you hit that century mark, 99 miles, that's when the countdown starts, baby. That's when it starts. That's when it starts. Countdowns are just like brackets. It makes sense to us. Yeah, it does. That's. I like countdowns. Countdowns are great. I mean, dun, 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 hey, how, did you think, how do you think we went to the moon? It was because of a countdown. It wasn't because of the yeah, science. That all started with the countdown. It wasn't rocket science. It was the countdown. It's a countdown. Yes, that's all that. It's the only thing that fucking matters. Yeah, that's what keeps that's what keeps humanity going is the countdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the final countdown. Yeah, it's the final. It's the countdown. That's We're it. in a singing mood today. Yeah, we are. We are. I like it. Um. Okay. My only NFL. Um. In my only NFL news I have. Where's All right, so the Cardinals released DeAndre Hopkins, and they released him before they had to for some reason. I can't remember the exact reason, but they released DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, it was because of the post-June 1st designation or something like that? They, they would have owed him like $54 million or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they, they, uh, they released DeAndre Hopkins. Unfortunately, I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to end up with the Chiefs. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got what is it? I've got the where DeAndre or D Hop's gonna land. The heavy favorites, Bills and the Chiefs. The Bills and the Chiefs. I know, but like, dude, what it makes a lot Patrick, of sense. Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl with fucking nobody. They have, and and they need somebody now because Juju Smith Schuster's gone. So basically, all they have is Kadarius Tony and who Sky Moore. Sky yes. fucking more. That's it. That's all they have. They need a DeAndre Hopkins, man. It's like it's like um shit. It's like when um Jerry Rice, he 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 went left from the San Francisco 49ers and they went to the Oakland Raiders. He went to a he bit and they they went to the Super Bowl that year. Yep. Or in 2002. Like he need he's going to go to a Super Bowl contending, contending team. The only hope I'm writing on is that the Chiefs even though it's all fake. The Chiefs are a million dollars in the red, million one point seven million in the red in cap space. They can work that out. That's I easy. mean, obviously, easy. obviously, easy. it's easy. And the Bills are not far behind them. They're just under a million. Okay. So that's what I'm. That's the hope I'm riding on. But I mean, if they give, if Hops is uh, D Hops is willing to get like the veteran minimum, that's all obsolete. Yes, and and if they really want him, they'll figure out a way to make cap space. Yeah, if they really want him, because D Hop is still really fucking good. He was great last year when he played. I mean, he was injured, but like when he was playing, he was really well. He was fucking, also suspended. He, well, I'm sorry, he is suspended. That's right. Yep. Um, when he was playing, he was really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he's he's good. He's he's like he's basically like he he's in like a cast of or um. A group of receivers. So, like, I put them in the same group as, like, Larry Fitzgerald, Andre Johnson, Julio Jones. Like, that. The, that's Calvin the, Johnson. Calvin Johnson. That's the group, I like, of, like, very elite wide receivers. Like, just big guys mm-hmm. that are just amazing at route running and catching the ball. That's what I put him in. They're, like, they're the elite number one receivers. Yes. The elite number one receivers. I agree. But like I but here here's the thing. I also like I wouldn't put Justin Jefferson up there because like he, they're not the same frame. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, different style. Different style. Like uh, that that okay, okay. I guess like that's the style I mean. Like just big, really good route running, great hands wide receivers. It's like the ideal NFL prospect for a wide receiver. You know, Correct. big, fast wide receiver. Like, I mean, Je- other- Jefferson's, Jefferson's great. He's awesome route runner. He's fast. He's got great hands, but he's not as big. Yeah, I if I remember correctly, um, what his size was. I'm looking it up right now, but. It's not as big. He is 
Yeah, because he, he's kind of short too. Six one. Six. Well, never mind. He's no. He's, well, he, he's he, not. He's not short. So he's not. He's, he's not. He's not six four, six five, like Calvin Johnson and all. It's like those six three, six four type of receivers that can run the field. That's that's what you want that's, as a number one receiver. Like yes, that's right. your ideal. But like, hey, your Odell Beckham Juniors, who's like six foot or something like that. Uh, they those can they can do well. But it's you want, like you want the tall receiver that makes a quote unquote fifty fifty ball. More like a 75-25 Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's where D-Hop is. And honestly, wherever he lands, he's going to fucking thrive. I saw the Jets being thrown out there. Those are the dark horses. Is I, right now, what I'm hearing, the Jets and the Browns. The Browns? Oh, yeah. I did. He, he actually, I think because he showed like openness to joining the Browns. Yeah. Well, because remember, he had his criteria. That he, wants, he wants to be at a good defense, so yep. he doesn't have to do everything. Correct. Um, well, fair, wants, fair. You've been he, at fucking um, Houston and Arizona. Yes. He wants to be at a Super Bowl contender, which obviously in the end of his career hasn't gotten a, hasn't been on really great teams, so uh, that makes sense. Um, but then the last one is the key one here, a QB that loves the game. Yeah, okay. So what is – I mean, first of all, that's a shot to Kyler Murray because apparently he loves playing the video game more than he actually likes the game. But he actually – so, on contrary, he actually loves the game more than other QBs. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. He yeah. does. He does. He actually does like playing the game more than any other QB. He's just, like, so— Who is in the game. Yeah, he's just so, like— It's like on, out, of, out of the box. Yeah, out of the box thinking. Yeah, yeah. that D-Hop just doesn't understand. Okay, yeah. So, D-Hop, he does, doesn't quite get— He's not on Kyler Murray's level mentally. Yeah. He's, you know, Kyler Murray's Gen, Gen Z thinking, and D-Hop's still millennial. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm good with technology, but I'm not fully invested in technology. And yeah, like, good, good know, with D- technology, just not good at technology. Yeah, and Kyler Murray's like, I am in the virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, the the now the Super Bowl, that's where the Browns thing kind of confuses me because I don't think, like, I don't think they're built for a Super Bowl. Like, I don't think they're going to win next year. Like, they, I don't think they're going to be – I don't even know if they're going to win the – they're not going to win the AFC North. They're, they're, like, they're going to they're gonna be in a fight for a wild card next year. Because I, I think the Bengals are going to win the AFC North. And I think, I think the Steelers and the Ravens are both going to be putting up a fight. Yeah. Like, yep. especially that now that they got Lamar Jackson paid, they got fucking Zay Flowers, they got all these guys, and they're fucking, they're, they're, and they're really good. Like, got OBJ. They got OBJ. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Jeez, I got to keep reminding myself. Like, I this, the, the Cleveland Browns could easily be fourth in the AFC next yep. year. Like, yep. that's that, that's a real possibility. So I don't know why they're, they're even an option. Yeah. Well, I mean, their quarterback loves the game and loves massages, so... True. Who's their GM? Who's Cleveland's GM? Because I need to fucking I need to know this because he managed to get people like Odell Beckham Jr. He managed to get people like Deshaun Watson. Managed to get like people like DeAndre Hopkins interested in the the Browns. Andrew Barry. Okay. How long has he been the uh, Browns GM? Well, he's only thirty six years old. So probably not that long. I wouldn't say too too long. But he's from – he graduated from Harvard University. Nice. So he's incredibly smart. Yeah. And was hired on the vice president, second stint with them on, since January 2020. Okay. That was the, – was that the OBG, OBJ years? I had to be had to be close to it. I, it was, I don't think it's – he's very far off from um, – No, because OBJ was in the, on the 2020 Rams. Um. Yeah, he was on the 2020 Rams. Was he? I mean, he's only played for he's only played for the Rams since or last year and the year before 2021. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 20. That's what I meant. The 2021. He might have recruited OBJ too because he he's gotten a bunch of people. Let's put it that way. He's getting he's gotten a bunch of people and he's put together. He kept Miles Garrett there too. So like he's, yeah, he was at he was at Cleveland. Yeah. So they. This guy, Andrew Barry, you said Andrew Barry? Andrew Barry. This this guy knows how to fucking recruit. This guy knows how to get people because... Actually, he was there at 2029. 20, 2019. 2019. So, he, so OBJ was there a little bit before. Oh, before, okay. Ah. 
Oh, well, that completely throws my fucking theory. But any, either way, he's, he's got a DeAndre, smart guy. He's a smart guy, and he's got DeAndre Hopkins interested. I just like they. If the if the Kansas City Chiefs get him, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a fucking nightmare. You're you're just making such an argument for other teams to get him, just so you don't have to see him on the Chiefs. Well, because think about it, they won the fucking Super Bowl with Juju Smith-Schuster as their number one wide right receiver, and then they're gonna trade him. That will not trade him, but like exchange him essentially for DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. What's gonna stop them from winning another Super Bowl? Yep. Josh Allen and the Bills. For some reason, they get really inconsistent late in the year. So I have my JMO, my just my opinion on two two teams that he could be a dark horse for. Just to settle you down a little bit, I knew you were getting hot. I was, I was getting really hot. You were yeah. getting hot. So to settle you down a little bit, I think the Ravens could be a dark horse. How they have Zay Flowers and OBJ and whoever the fuck they had on the team. Well, Rashad I guess Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Oh yeah. Okay. Never mind. I mean, you just put another you put another weapon. Why why say no to DeAndre Hopkins? They have a good defense. Yeah. They have Lamar Jackson, who loves Baltimore now. Yeah, but he can't really throw. I mean, a lot of people. He's not very good at throwing. Well, I mean, he's a black quarterback, so he, you know, he gets along with other uh, other wide receivers <laughs> very well. So and he can run, and he can run. So and he loves the game, and he loves the game. He does love the game. He does love the game. I mean, he didn't. He didn't say he had to have. To, he had to throw. He just wanted a quarterback that loved the game. That's true. That's true. That was not in his stipulations. Okay. Yeah, it That's was. Fair. He, he just has to love the game. Lamar Jackson loves the game, and now that he got paid, he loves the game. He loves it even more. Yeah. yeah. He loves it so much he didn't even fucking hire an agent. He wanted to do it all himself. He wanted every single bit of the NFL to be put into his com- control. Yes. That's that's how much he loves the game. And then my other other dark horse yeah. is the Saints. Oh, no, cuz you know Michael Thomas is going to be the fucking he's Michael Thomas is our kryptonite. It will be. He's going to be the reason we fucking lose. Well, I think if we need to run at him, we heard something about Michael Thomas that he's not going to be fully healthy this year. Of course not. Wow, that's shocker. Well, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is if we did, that would be. I feel like that would go mm. hand in hand. Oh, you're saying if if we did, if we if we did, you know, sign DeAndre Hopkins, we probably had some news, just like we when we signed uh, Jamal Jamal Williams. We did that because there's potential suspension on Alvin Kamara. Correct, correct. Um, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we have Jamal Williams. So. So much fun. Okay, so Saints being a dark horse team, do we, I mean, I, I, I know we don't have cap space, but in Loomis we trust. So, like, I, I don't. I mean, I don't put it past him. They did clear out some cap space for this year. They've got eleven million over the cap space right now. How? How on God's green earth do we have eleven million dollars to spend, Mickey Loomis? I I don't know. I I don't understand the cap space enough to know that answer. But I do know that we are god awful next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got you. We are sixty sixty one million in the red. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. So, everything that we did this year is just being thrown next year. Got it. Yep, yep, yep. So, we're, we're all in on this year. Yes. Good. Hey, hey I've already kind of convinced myself that we're going to win. Like, we, you and I have been going through the motions of, of convincing. Like, every sports fan does. You have to. How do you get up and watch your team every Sunday if you don't convince yourself that they're going to win that game? Yeah. What do you just do you wake up and you're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose this game. Let's watch it. Well, Joseph Joseph Greenwood or Greenwood, um, I can forgot what, what it exactly if it's word or uh, wood. It's going to be Greenwood. Yeah, Greenwood. He basically revitalized the you know the the actual strategy, the Ricky Bobby strategy. That I mean, you either get first or you're going to crash into wall. That's kind of how the NFL teams have been going this year. The, yeah. the 2021 LA Rams. Yes. Like if, if you ain't first, you're last. So he brought he brought back that. Yeah. He brought it back. So with his Indy Indy 500. Yep. Um, maybe Tal- maybe Talladega Nights was just a movie way before its time. Way before its time. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. I mean, because the thing is, it's like we're ADHD, so we don't really care about the future. We care about now. What if we're all just really high? Because you remember, like. Ricky Bobby's dad, when he said that, he was like, Hell, Ricky, I was high when I said that. 
You can be second, third, fourth. Hell, you can even be fifth. <laughs> what if we're all just really high? We could be. We could we're be. We're just really, really fucking doped up. <laughs> actually, you know what? I think the marijuana usage right now is at an all-time high. So you that know, actually could be correct. You know, you can hit DMT from a pen. They have DMT pens. That's pretty crazy. Wild. Wild. You know how I learned that from? How? Young Gravy. Young Gravy. Oh, of course. Young Gravy hits uh, DMT from pens. Yeah, he's educating. Yeah. Educating us. No, he's just teaching us how to bang moms. It's great. True, true. Zach Wilson's his favorite student. Yes, yes. He taught him well. Um, anyways, you got anything else on the NFL? <laughs> no, I think, we, I think we've gotten sidetracked like 20 different times. No, it's okay. we got ADHD. We're all on drugs. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, let's, let's talk a little golf here. Um, so Brooks Kepka, not last weekend, but the weekend before, won the PGA Championship and celebrated it well. He went to the Panthers game. He's a big Panthers fan. Big Florida big, Panthers big fan. Big Florida Panthers fan. Also he, Miami Heat. Yep. Yeah, oh, he's a Miami guy. He's a South Florida guy. South Florida. Um, he uh, he went to the Panthers game on Monday, I believe. Went to the Heat game on Tuesday, and then the Panthers game again on on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we got a nice visual of him at the Panthers game on Wednesday. Yes. And he, um, how do you, how how would you say this delicately? Straight cheesing. He was cheesing, but like, you know how you can see the white all around your eye. So like when you you like it's you're really wide eyed mm-hmm. you know you can see the white all around your what's the pupils and the shit around it yep yep okay yeah you can he was um he was showing the white around his eyes yes he had the crazy eyes I'm not gonna go ahead I'm not gonna say anything I'm not gonna imply that he was doing anything you could just see the white all around his eyes. And also, like I could, you could tell with his face, he was like trying to look like he was normal. So, like if you blocked off his eyes and just showed his mouth, it would look like he was smiling. But if you blocked off his mouth and showed his eyes, it would look like he's psychotic. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 that um how I met your mother, how I met your mother thing. You know, you you look at the eyes, fucking crazy. You look at the mouth, normal, normal. Yes, I I'm not. I'm just gonna throw this out there too. Um. Miami might be the week or the cocaine capital of America. It might be. It might be. Okay. Yeah. So Brooks was just having fun. And and that probably has nothing to do with the fact that he missed <laughs> he missed this golf tournament um that next weekend because he was late late for a flight, quote unquote. Yeah. He that that might be my favorite part of this entire fucking story. <laughs> well, like, he 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 missed his flight, the original flight to go over. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, he made it over there. He but, did make like, it over there at eventually, but and actually end up shooting what was it? Or yes, uh, end up scoring five under after three rounds and score and placing fourteen. Yeah, out no, of forty-eight. He, 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 the guy's a fucking. He, I, I I love Brooks as much as I hate Brooks. Yeah. He just he just doesn't give a shit, but he's just that fucking. Yeah, good. He's just that good. Yeah, and he just does blow and fucking drinks with his boys. You saw he was he had videos of him like drinking out of the cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pouring as many beers as they could in it. Like that's just man, like, that's the coolest fucking thing. Ever. Yeah, I mean he would do. He's doing everything that we'd want to do. Yeah, the, he's living our dream. That's yeah. why I'm mad at him. Yes. Like I want to be him so bad that I get mad at him. That you get mad at him. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Anyways. Enough about Brooks. We're just we got man crushes on Brooke. Yep. Um, Hockle, the Hockle. <laughs> it's been a while. We were Hockle. We're going on an hour. Um, hockey final preview. Panthers versus Golden Knights. I look. We're all sleeping on South Florida, man. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go. Like everybody's saying, Golden Knights. I. I I'm gonna go Golden Knights in five. But like, South Florida's doing something. So you mean this is the exact equivalent of. The NBA Finals? Kind of. That like, means close. Like Golden Knights are the juggernaut and, you know, Florida Panthers. Like, Yeah, are the underdogs. Are the underdogs. Yeah, it's the same thing as the NBA. We got we, we literally have the exact same finals. Yeah, they're just, you know, reflective of each other. Yeah, yeah. And they're both, like, Colorado and Vegas are very close to, like, their, to similar locations. They're, they're west. They're west. 
somewhere out there. Yeah, there's know. just somewhere. We don't we don't know, you know, being from the south, we don't know exactly what's out there. That's we just all, know they're, they're west. Like it's just Midwest and West and like Midwest and West they kinda like blend together. Yes. Basically once you pass the Louisiana purchase line, you're out west. Yes. That's it. That's all that's just how we know. That's all we know. Yeah. Yeah, we're I mean we're we're educated but we just don't care to learn. Yeah, we don't care. That's it. That's it. We just don't <laughs> care. So yeah, I got I got the Golden Knights in 5. I I would have to say I had cuz I I had thought of this one but I didn't actually write it down, but I've got the Golden Knights in 6. Okay. I hope it goes to game seven. Game seven hockey is the best the best game of all time. Well, yeah, yeah. We did talk about we have talked about that. But I think game seven for like any like championship. Yeah, that's true. Like if I had to pick the Super Bowl, game seven in MLB, NHL, um, NBA, I'd pick the game seven of the NHL of okay. all, out of all of those. Okay. For Interesting. sure. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you got anything else, man? I think that wraps it up. All right. We will uh see y'all next week. Later.